DS Chronicles of Demon Slayer podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Ronnie. And I'm Chad. And today we're here to cover Season 2, Episode 11, Episode 4 of the Entertainment District. Dark tonight. Yes, we are. What did you think about the episode, Ronnie? I gotta be honest, Chad, I thought it was probably the weakest so far of the Entertainment District arc. I was a little bummed at the end. I was like, ah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I mean... It was a bridge episode. Right. We had to bring everyone into the fold of the going-ons, so I see, you know, it was set up to be the weakest one. It wasn't like Correct. that anything bad happened. You know, it's just a necessary evil. Um, what did you think? I thought pretty much the same thing. Um, I just felt like there there was a lot more that should have happened. Like, mm-hmm. at the, not, not in a bad way or anything, but at the end, I was just, like, ready for the next thing to happen. And then You were just chomping didn't. at the bit, yeah. I was. I was excited. I was pumped up, energized, and then it just fell flat. Now, the good thing about us is it uh, doesn't mean that it's got to be our weakest podcast. Oh, it won't be. We have a whole open field of landscape in front of us to just do our thing. So Correct. let's do it. Let's, let's recap it. it and have some fun, everyone. We open up on the Tokido house. Some young girls want to be uh, read a story from the Oron. Bye, guys. Bye. Oh, bye, Travis. I did not know you were still here. Did you know he was still here? Yeah, he's in the bathroom. Well, what was he doing? He was in there for a while. You know what he probably didn't do, though? What did he not do? Go check it out. God, he was in there for a long time. Kind of startled me, i got to be honest. Chad is checking the bathroom. What did he do? Should be good. Good for him. Good for him. So they want to be read a story from the Oiron, who has a gift for them. I mean, she just seems very lovely. What? I was going to say, these little gremlins, these little makeup gremlins, mm-hmm. not, nah, dude, they're scary, man. They should be in a horror film. Well, are you talking about the Oirons or the uh, the little girls? Yeah, the little girls. Okay, yeah. I think an older lady, When whenever you do that, I mean, I'll be honest, Mulan, yeah. I liked Mulan better when she was more of an athletic warrior than right. when she was a makeup princess. Um, same thing goes for these children. Whenever these little gremlins have their makeup on, they should be in a horror film. I don't think children should look like this. And, and this might, I don't know if this is insensitive or not, but it's just like, I feel like we could change with the times a little bit. Like, are right. we still going the white face paint? Nothing gets, like, my inner, what do you call it? I don't know. I don't know where you're going, but I'm kind of scared. My inner love meat okay. going, like. I wish you would have come that, up with another you know? phrase to say. Like, just look beautiful. You don't have to. You know what, baby? You don't have to put makeup on to be Well, it's beautiful. because you know who else wears white face paint? White people? Clowns. Mmm. You know? Yep. You know what I mean? So, and I feel like white face paint in America is much more associated with clowns than beauty. So, I think that might be what yeah. you're doing. And I found something that I should have said instead of the inner love meat. It's uh, the, the ILT, the inner love twang. Okay, the inner love twang is like... What really gets your emotional love connection flowing. And I think that's something I'll have to refer to here. Sure, Chad. Sure, let's get to the second minute of the episode so you can start talking about your twang or meat or thing or whatever you're doing over there that's grossing me out. Twang does not mean meat. Um, so, yeah, I did have a note on the uh, little kids as well that I'll get to. It seemed like they just got to you a little bit quicker than they did to me. It's your what you thought was not wrong, though. They... They're a bit much. Now, the gift is some beautiful hair things. What are they called? Hair ties. 
But they're not ties. I don't know. You don't tie anything. They're just like... Well, yeah, hair ties are called hair ties, even though you don't tie anything, right? Um... Like, just the circular things are hair ties, but, but they don't, don't actually tie anything. I think they do kind of tie them, right? When they, like, fold them over on themselves, that's... Uh, is I don't that, know. I think that's associated as a tie. Don't know. I'm not... I've never been good at, like, Well, don't make your and, face and say you don't know when you were the one that said... Well, I've said I've never been good at shapes and whatever it's called. Is that shapes? Would You're you really at shapes? a loss for words today. You don't know how to uh, describe your inner love twang, and you don't know how to describe shapes. <laughs> I was never good at shapes. Um... What's your favorite shape? The rhombus. rhombus. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> of all the shapes, I knew wow. yours was the rhombus. Anyway, we got to get to the OP because this is really a nothing burger of a cold open that we're just talking about, <laughs> you know? Tonji's watching this from afar, and he's just picking up on good vibes. You know, he, he seems like he's... He would be content... If he knew bad things weren't happening to other people because of demons, just working in this place the rest of his yeah, life. Yeah, he's such a nice guy, man. The we, most innocent boy. We get to the OP, and when we come out of it, word has gotten out that Zinko, a.k.a. Zinitsu, is missing. But the man of the brothel is butthurt about all this Ashanuke yep. that's been going on. Pimp lord. Mm-hmm. So he throws things at people and says, don't even bother looking for them. That's my impression of what he sounded like. So he doesn't, you think he's just mad that his his little hoe's leaving him. Well, I think, yeah, I think he was in a relationship and got left. So out of uh, rage, he was like, oh, I know what I'll do. I'll just start up a basically a brothel and I'll just have ownership of these women and they'll never leave. And now they're leaving him here too. And so he is just I know, I mean, full of rage. I would be pissed too, man. Think about how much money he's losing. Well, Chad, he's not actually doing anything. Yeah, he's the pimp lord. No. You would... I think everyone knows if either one of us were going to be a pimp, it would be you. So that's fine that you have that take. I would be, but then... I would be until I found love. I would be the one going around the streets and providing uh, care, doctor's appointments. No, you'd be like that guy last episode. You wouldn't be the pimp. You'd be the guy spending money. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm just the guy in the truck saying, Oh, uh, how much is it? And then they get in the car... And I spend 30 minutes talking about my life, and then they're like, time's up. (laughs) Inosuke and Tanji are having a rooftop meeting. Inosuke is telling Tanji about the demon in his house that is still the biggest mystery to me, whatever was going on there, just those loud footsteps. Finally, we see Tengen, who has snuck up on the scene with the uh, news that Zenitsu isn't coming to the meeting. He has gotten got. He says now he feels bad that he put them all through this, and that was the time that I remembered he was a. He feels bad that these three uh, demon hunters have been demon slayers have been put through this. He was initially taking a maid and a six-year-old girl, <laughs> so like they wouldn't have gotten got way earlier too. So if he feels bad now, I don't know what emotions he would have been feeling if that had been the case. I mean, he's. What's sad right here is like he's not even hyping them up to come help him. Like, because he obviously, or he should know that they're not just going to leave their friend behind. Like, he should be hyping them up, be like, I guess y'all can help me. I know this is out of your league, but like, you're obviously not just going to leave orange haired Boyd behind. So, 
is he starting to what is it that you think's making him starting to realize the severity of the issue is it the fact that uh Zenitsu got captured it's is the, the fact, fact that he's been looking for whatever is funny business has been going on for two days and he can't find it I think it's the both of those tied together. Zenitsu literally got stolen out from underneath him. He's been on the prowl this whole time and hasn't... It's like he hasn't even had one lead. He's yeah. like, holy shit. Well, I'm, we just haven't seen him for like an episode and a half. Yeah. He was desperate to save his wives, and he tells them to leave because they are low rank. He says, life is all about survival, so take this chance and get out. And I... That is not the kind of dude Tanji is. Tanji is worried that he isn't being respected because they're the lowest ranks. But Inosuke says, Not so fast, dude. Have you not checked, have you not paused the video game and checked your stats recently? This is so important right here. The fact that Inosuke is more in debt on this than freaking Tanji is insane. I like how they just like shoehorned. It's almost like they, uh, they were like, Wow, you know, in the beginning, we really introduced a whole lot of levels that there are to these uh, Demon Slayers. They've, like, kind of already dealt with the top six, so I feel like they shouldn't be the lower rank anymore, but we've already done those 18 episodes. We need to just... And they're like, well, what if there's just something that they can say out loud and it shows up on their hand? <laughs> yeah. Like, yes, yes. Yeah, and this Inosuke says, we used to be Mizunuto... But now they're fourth from the bottom, uh, called Kanawa. Kanoe. Kanoa. I'll tell you what's confusing about it. Uh, it's almost spelled the same way as the woman. Kanal mm-hmm. is one level above them. Um. So that kind of I love seeing breakdowns of powers. Now we needed this big time. We did need it. The fact that Zenitsu is the same level as Tanji makes me disrespect the whole ranking system though. Dude, that's verbal verbal facial expression for me. Huh? <laughs> it's such bullshit the idea. I mean even Nosuke being on the same level as Tanji is stupid. What? He didn't do anything. What do you mean? He did not do anything. They've fought the same people, they've killed the same Tanji, it's not like he actually killed the lower demon or whatever. He didn't. It was Giyu, and they wouldn't know if he almost killed him or not. He, um, okay, but he fought that one. He did kill, uh, what's it, Thomas. Thomas the Train? Mm-hmm. Who was a he lower? He did, but who kind of, like, saved him and put him in that position? And Nosuke. And Nosuke, uh, Nosuke, I don't have the biggest gripe with. Okay. Wow, you're really mad kicking the table over. Yeah, I'm fucking pissed. But what has Zenitsu done? What has Zenitsu done? Zenitsu, did you see him lightning around? He killed the spider one. How about that? He killed the spider. He killed, they all killed a spider one. Right. They killed the spider one. Um, he Also, he saved so many people in the train. How many people died in the train? And is it just your actions? Like, Tanji's trained so much harder. I feel bad for Tanji. I don't know. They kind of he he drug him along. He should maybe be one level above them because he did kind of drag him along. But they did do all the same training he did. They followed. Yeah, but much footsteps. later. Okay, either Tanji flatlined on his progression, and if that's the case, that's a different conversation because he started his training taking it seriously way before they did. You don't remember the the two months that they were like laying in the hospital beds and he was getting tea dumped on him by. Uh, the girls yeah, at the just, Butterfly Mansion? I don't know what to tell you, man. He's just not as talented as Zenitsu. <laughs> it's just crazy. 
I can't imagine. He really should be the level, same level as the girl right above him. Right. I, I just, are they really sending Zenitsu on the same solo missions as they are Tanji? Or they're like, yeah, they're the same levels. Go ahead. I guess. I don't know. And is the, uh, is the Nezuko factor taken into account? I mean, that is one thing I'll say about Tanji. He is kind of, he's got a cheat oh, code. Well, that could be the case. They're like, well, you've relied on your demon sister for several missions, so we're not just going to put you up there. And how is it decided? Why does it show up on their hand? I got a bunch of questions about the rankings. I need more of it. I need more. All of this is new to Tanji. He did not realize that they did some magic voodoo stuff at the top of the Wisteria Mountain that allowed for this uh, ranking system to be shown. They plan to meet up tonight against Inosuke's best wishes. He wants to go right now, broad daylight. He's not one for waiting. Tanji realizes that it is disguising itself as a human, this being the demon, because they're like, we don't, you know, we'd see a demon just walking in and out of a out of a house or a hotel or whatever these are called, and we're not seeing that. Dusk approaches, and these young girls are still taking care of the Oiron. This is when I put, they are a bit much. They, right, they're makeup gremlins. They No, this is any time... You need to tell a little kid to uh, calm down. If you don't know if it's time to tell a kid to calm down, it's when you hear lines like this. When they leave, they look at one another and they say, Wow, Oron looked really happy, didn't she? And the other one goes, She did. (laughs) Right as you leave the room. What is that? When they leave, Tanji sneaks in. And Oiron claims that she knew that Tanji wasn't a girl. Right, and he's in his just full Demon Slayer outfit in this, at this point. Um, sure she did. He did a terrible job, Ronnie. He did the no. worst job. Oh, hey, uh, why are Zenitsu and Inosuke on the same level as Tanji? Well, here's one reason why. He didn't do as good of a job as being undercover and I don't infiltrating she, the, Oiron was the entertainment too. district. The Oiron was fooled, too. I don't think it's, she uh, was. Tanji just goes, oh, I'm a, and she's like, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, I knew the whole time. I don't think she was because she realized, oh, well, this is an innocent boy. He's not doing anything. He's not perving out over here, you know, doing any. But when it was just him in the room. Weird like, pervy moments. You think she'd go, hey, can I ask you something? Can no, I? because she's like, well, maybe, you know what? Maybe he's a demon slayer and he's undercover. I'm going to let him do his thing. Maybe that's what yeah, she's thinking. Can I ask you a question real quick? Why? That's what she would have done. She wouldn't have waited for him to be like. I've actually got something to tell you that this might be shocking. I am actually, and she goes, I, yeah, I, um, I knew, yeah, of course you are, I knew. She knew, Ronnie. Whatever, dude. It's that dumb scar on his forehead. Oiron says that she is also leaving the district tomorrow because someone wants her as a wife. That's How about that? cute. It's so cute. Is there anything you want to say about this convo? This is kind of where like the episode just wasn't. They have this two minute conversation and nothing is really comes out of it. The only thing I have to say is just Tanji is just such a he's such a good guy. Like everything he says to her at the end, he just seems so genuine. Like if I had somebody talking to me like this, I it would almost bring a tear to my eye. Tanji, he when he wished her for happiness at the end. Oh, it's not right. one of those where it's just like, oh, I wish you, you know what, drive safe. It's not one of those. It's like, <laughs> it seems. It was genuine. It seems genuine. I mean, people that say that, it's not like they're not being genuine. This one seems like he's pull, he's diving into your heart 
and telling you this and then swimming back out. How do you... Yeah, he was in there. That's for sure. Uh, and he it took a while for him to find the ladder to get back up out mm-hmm. of the pool. Do you... How do you think claiming a wife like this works? It's a good question. And it made me think. I was like, okay, well, this really isn't more of like a brothel as in like a... Uh, like a dating app almost where it's kind of like, you know how the fixed marriages and stuff, this is like a fixed marriage orphanage. This is an orphanage for ladies that need to be fixed up. I mean, I know there's multiple houses and there's a lot of them that have like all of them have Oirons, but she's like talk, which she might just be being modest. Like, Oh, someone actually wants to marry little old me. I feel like she's being modest there, but is it just a, uh, a rich guy comes to town Caesar, and then uh, after a good weekend, he goes back home, and then he can't stop thinking about her, so he like gives her a letter saying, hey, why don't you come be my wife? Maybe. I mean, that's a good question. I feel like that's got to be pretty accurate, wouldn't you say? I mean, it was my idea, so I thought so. Glad you had your own. I just told you it's an orphanage for people that need to be fixed up. It goes on pretty long. The upper six demon and her scar... Well, that conversation is what I was kind of getting at. I didn't have much else to add to it. And when Tanji leaves, the upper six demon and her scarf tentacles grabs a hold of her. And I I guess if I could give any piece of advice to the demon slayers, I'm not blaming them because they have no way of knowing. Just from an outside perspective looking in, a lot of this I felt like... Uh, we could have confronted the demon quicker if everyone had a general rule of as soon as you leave a room, walk four paces, turn right back around and open the door. I think there'd be like seven times where there's just scarf tentacles coming down. I don't see. Did she just wait for him to leave? Did she see him there? And was like, oh, I'm just going to wait for him the second he leaves. Yeah. You didn't watch the uh, post credit scene from last episode, but it's the same thing. The creepy children were taking care of uh, Zenitsu as soon as they walked out. So it's like Two she's listening later. to the conversation. Yeah. That's pretty crazy because Tanji, as good of a scent as he has, mm-hmm. like this shows how top tier she really is. That's true. I hadn't thought about that. Between his scent and the fact that uh, Tengen seems to have some of that same stuff going on, he's uh, w- which we still have not seen anything that's like, oh yeah, he's the sound Hashira. Oh, you know I, what I mean? Oh, we we see something here soon. I'm sure we will, but it's just no, weird. No, I'm saying we see something here this episode. Oh, okay. Anosuke is getting tired of waiting for Tanji, so he just casually jumps through the ceiling <laughs> and has two jacked mice <laughs> bring him his swords. <laughs> <laughs> this is great, dude. This is so good. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> There's so many anime aspects to that. It's time to get serious, so you know the boar's head is coming on. The boar's head is back. I was so excited to see this. Tengen sneaks on, to, sneaks up to the brothel man and has a knife at his throat while asking, what the hell is going on? This is it right here, Ronnie. The sound Hashira sneaks up without making a sound. This is what you were talking yep. about? Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> He does it without making a sound. I I didn't really know what you were going for because I was like, do I have anything in my notes where Tengen really just hears something good or does something like that? I think that's what he does. He actually, it's like the opposite of sound. He makes no sound. Or he takes away other people's sound. Right. He can be as loud as he wants, but he's like drained the sounding or the hearing of others. Okay. 
So interesting. You still you don't really have anything either. You're just making your own, which you might be right. But I like. Do you like that? That's though? creative. Sure. Sounds pretty cool. He asks for suspects and says he will kill whoever it is that's just got the this whole town in its grasp. Brothel man says it's Warahimbe. She lives in the room that has no light. Across town. And just like that, Tengen is gone. And arrives in the room, but she isn't there. Elsewhere, Tanji stumbles upon the upper six, and she is basically strangling the Oiron from earlier. It's like right. a it's like a cobra. Yeah, it's like a, engraved. A it's like it's like it engraves you into the to the straps while it's doing it to you. Right, which I didn't realize that at this point. Um, I wasn't sure what was going on. But yeah, it really pythoned it up. Mm-hmm. You know, I, so, I don't want those pythons to start creeping up to Georgia, man. They're getting close. They're, uh, they're migrating north. I know. I so. know they are. So I, that's why I wanted to take a second here to tell you. Fortunately, I think we're our weather here is pretty... We're northern Georgia... It's pretty cold, so I don't. I don't believe that they'll make it here. But, but. but that's the problem, dude. Is that it's the same idea of what people are talking about with uh, this show that we're watching, The Last of Us. Everyone should check it out, and they talk about, you know, things mutating to be able to survive. Oof. That's what I I saw. Like Jaro. I saw a science man. I can't remember who the science man was, but they were like, oh, science yeah. McGee. Who was it? It was a science man. They're like, oh, Bill yeah, Nye? 10 years from now... No, he's a science guy. 10 years from now, those pythons will evolve to be able to stay in the cooler temperatures, and they'll be in Georgia. Yeah, South Georgia. Don't worry about it. You'll be all right. I'm just trying to make you feel better. All right. <laughs> I'm just telling you, the day the day I step outside and one of those are just by my car... they don't. The good thing is they don't eat humans, so you don't have to worry about it. I'm worried about it. I don't care if I'm on their food pyramid or not. I don't want to see them. The devil or the demon says she doesn't devour dirty or ugly people. Yeah, this is, and I I knew right here when I saw this, I was like, Ronnie is turned on because for some reason you have the hots for this demon. First off, she's dressed seductively, and when she says something like that, I'm like, well, one. Oh, well, that's, some, that's something that you would like. Well, one, Ronnie, he's a, cl- he's a clean of- guy. Ronnie's a clean guy. Two, he's not ugly. I wouldn't say he's hot, but he's not ugly. Thank you. So, he's got a good chance that he could be... Devoured? De- devoured no, by this While, cow. yes, I do every now and then take a look at what she's wearing, you're the one who would have been turned on by like, oh, she does it as, as a dirty uh, individual yourself... You'd be like, oh yeah, I don't want, I'm dirty, but I don't eat any dirty people. I am more, I am pretty dirty, I will give you that. But I, for one, you like expect better of others one of the yourself. wives more than this demon right here. Now this demon, yes, she is pretty hot, but I think I would rather go for one of Tengen's wives. And then what about, so what is she and trying the, to say And the about- wives that are on his wives, if you know what I mean. The wives that are on her wife. Oh, yeah. The pair, the pair of wives on his wife. Yeah. I don't know if what you were going for there landed, but congratulations. Um, no, what do you think she's trying to say about this Oiron? Is she doing a... Like she's a, saying the Oiron's hot. Because she said, I only eat clean or... I only eat clean people or, or uh, 
decent looking people and that's exactly what this Oron is I took it as okay no she's saying that about Tanji she's saying Tanji's ugly which is uh, fucked up oh okay. she's implying that Tanji's ugly I'm like, I it's was just so- dude people with scars doesn't mean they're ugly okay you can't fix that so sick of people oh I've got this birthmark I've got this ailment I've got this scar and then everyone calls them ugly I'm tired of it dude Okay, I was confused because I was so taken aback by the uh, python scarfing that she was doing that I thought she was saying, like, no, like, she was being petty and be like, no, this uh, this Oiron is gross, so I have to eat her with my scarf. I would not oh. actually put my lips. I only put my lips and eat those that are beautiful that yeah, can th- add th- to my beauty. But I see what you're I think saying. She's, I think she was taking a giant turd on Tanji right gotcha, here. Gotcha, gotcha. It's, it's like, oh, I'm not going to eat you. I'm just going to kill you because you're ugly. When she eats with a scarf, it all ends up in the same place. I believe so. I'm, that's how I took it. I just took it as like, oh, you've got that nasty scar on your forehead. You're disgusting. No, that makes sense. I like that. Tanji unsheaths his sword, which might have been a mistake because she hits him back into a building. Yeah, quick. Very, very quick. Very Python quick. Swiftly, yeah. He starts to realize how strong he is, but you know Tanji, he's not the type of guy to back down even when he's scared. And then she comes across the street where he's landed and basically says she, uh, while she might not be into the scar like you said, she does want to eat his eyes. She likes the right. eyes. Yeah, yeah. Instead of just eating him whole, she'll take those... She called them beautiful, right? Beautiful eyeballs? I think she said, are those beautiful ambrosia browns? Yeah. Took those eyes out of his skull and just, like crows would. Crows would do that to you. Um, crows like the eyeballs? Oh, yeah, dude. If you a dead body, crow, if, like, say a dead human's on the side of the road, mm-hmm. crows will come and get the eyeballs out. And that's just what they do. That's the, They go but, for that first? Yeah, well, crows, like, yeah, they can't really, they're not like buzzards where they can kind of dig into you, so they just get the eyeballs. They gotta like get the, the soft easiest. stuff. Yeah. Um, okay. how, yeah. How do you know so much about crows? Well, I saw a crow one time pecking the eyeballs out of another crow in my front yard, and it was a brutal attack. Um, turns out crows have their own gangs. Betty really? Croker probably, uh, Betty. I could see Betty Croker going up against, like, uh, the black crows, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then, um, and then the counting crows are on the other yeah, side of town. Yeah, they're, they're on the other side of town. You're right. <laughs> yeah, I like this little crow gang we've got going on. I love that. Uh, yeah, so that's how I learned about that. Then I went through a whole rabbit hole of it. Found out all about it. <laughs> <laughs> God, I didn't know you were such a crow man. Wow. Tanji uh, has to take his Nezuko backpack off. Says only leave if you feel like you're in danger. Um, I don't think she's gonna do that. I think she's gonna help. Right now, she she abides by his rules right here for the time being. But I we'll see. is there anything in the world that you would describe as being more cutie patootie than when Nezuko is mm, just like does a little like. Uh, it's almost like a purr, like a meow purr. Oh, when she's just so itty bitty tiny in that I little know. in the inside the crate shot, and her eyes are just like look so so concerned. big, and she does a little like moan, like a not a moan. It's Dude, like, you know what I mean? It's like a it's like be a cat. able to deviate between a moan, gross, and a whimper. She's whimpering. It's like yes, it's a dog whimper. There you go. That's like a whimper, like she's worried, concerned. That's what I was meaning, Ronnie. Find the right word. 
Is there anything more cutie patootie? No, there's not. Okay, thank you. Uh, he hits some water-breathing, fourth-form, striking tide turbulent. And he goes to duel with these scarf tentacles. Uh, by the way, he slices some of those tentacles. They have blood in them. Yeah, I don't know if it's like, uh, is it from the humans they've semi-ate or what? I don't know. The scarves are very interesting. I mean, I'm sure the scarves well, it's are like it's her a, version I, of blood demon art. Right. So I just don't know if we're supposed to believe that like... Maybe it's... Well, maybe that actually makes sense now. If it's like infused with her body, it's part of her body, mm-hmm. so he cuts it, and then she just instantly regenerates him back. And um, so, like, it is part of her, I guess. Like, yeah. That's how it, like, devours people because right. it's a part of her body. A part of her body, it's clearly got, like, its own senses and stuff because Tanji says, like, that's how she's been able to sneak around without any of us seeing. He almost, the way he described it made me think, like, wait, can she just become a scarf? Because he's like, that's how she snuck around without anyone seeing any any crevice or opening that that scarf can sneak through, she can get through. And I was like, what? Yeah, or like, do the tentacles, like, she can just stretch them out really far? Or, I mean, she can. We've seen that. I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, how many? How far do you think she can stretch those bad boys out? Uh, 10 meters, I uh, think I've seen so far. I would agree with 10 meters. I definitely know what that looks like. I'm very good with the uh, metric system. Very good with it. <laughs> <laughs> we then see she's wearing the most ridiculous shoes I've seen yeah. anyone wear in a show that has people sword fighting exclusively in flip-flops. Right. Describe these shoes. I would say if imagine a nurse or sorry, imagine a person with amnesia, not amnesia, what is it? Okay. Alzheimer's. Okay. That used to be a nurse that thinks they're still a nurse from the early 1900s. That's what I would I imagine them wearing this. <laughs> Wait. You're saying uh, this is a very niche category you've uh, dreamt of, but let me make sure I understand this correctly. A nurse with Alzheimer's, so they're forgetful, right? Yep. They were they alive in the early 1900s? No, they just forgot they that they weren't that they weren't. Yeah. Okay, so they are probably born in like 1950. Right. But now they have Alzheimer's. Uh, they're north of 70 years old. And because of that, they haven't quite put them in a home yet. So the next time you come over to check on them, they think they are an early 1900s nurse wearing platform sandals. That's exactly right. Now, correct me. I mean, I didn't know this. Were a lot of early 1900 nurses wearing platform sandals? Now, here's the cool part. Let me ask you this question. Can I ask you this question? Yep. Did you see the shoes I was talking about? <laughs> Here's the cool part, Ronnie. It's such a okay. This is uh, this is where you, it's almost mind fuckery here. Yeah, they think they're in the 1920s performing surgeries and nurseries, but here's the thing: they forgot. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No. Keep they're, going. Keep going. They think they're a person in the 1920s that is bringing back the late 1800s footwear to the nurse game. What happened to the early 1900s? Is that out of the question? No. No, no, no. You're you're missing my point. They think they're working with people in the 1920s, okay? And then 
they're like, you know what? We're going to bring back, we're not liking these, these 1900 shoes. We're bringing back the ones from 1898. 1898 nurse yeah. shoes 1898 let me see let me see what kind of shoes pop up okay close to it isn't it um yeah pretty yeah in the 18 well there's not showing any of them in the 1800 no. it's hard it's hard to find pictures of but them. she's wearing them we don't but see she, her shoes yeah. but that girl's wearing them exactly that's the that's the tough part is not a lot of people took pictures of their shoes back then <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> Um, and I guess the last thing I would say is like she's doing the Alzheimer's patient. Alzheimer's. I can never say that right. I said Alzheimer's, I think. Yeah, you did. It's fine. Which, which sounds like it should be. That's a, like a Cracker Barrel breakfast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the here, Alzheimer's and, patient. And I also have to confess, I do not know what shoes you're talking about. I um, thought that was clear. I thought that was clear because what I thought the shoes looked like is um, someone who is going to a rave where they okay. are they're wearing these platform shoes that makes them 5 inches taller. Okay. Is what it looks like to me. I okay, I could see that. Now I'm kind of picturing it. I think I remember them now. <laughs> but I'm glad the Alzheimer's patient, she's just while she's performing these surgeries in the 1920s and bringing back 1898 nurse shoes, she's just in her living room, right? Yes. Bless her. Bless her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, her patients have been driven over in a horse carriage, and right. she does in practice at the house. So, yeah, yeah. And lives with the doctor, sleeps with the doctor. Did she have a good life, though? She did. She did, yeah, yeah. I hope the family can really uh, rely on that rather than the sad decline her mind is taking. Because mm-hmm. it's just, it's one of the worst illnesses out there. It is, by far. Bless her. Um, so... Yeah, she's wearing those crazy shoes. They stand off preparing for this duel to be taken up a notch. And end of episode. This is where, you know, it hits you, hit you with a gut punch. But it's, been, it. it's setting up for just a all-out brawl. That's what it is. We need, we need our boy Tinjin around here. Where's he at? Well, that's what I said right here. At this point, are you judging Tingen's instincts? It's sure taking him a long time. That makes me think right here that obviously Tanji hasn't been going at it with this demon for long at all. It's been pretty quick. But that he got thrown off guard. Like she might be in a completely different area than where he went to go look. Like she's, is that her house? Is she in a different house now? Um, Was she thrown off? Yeah, she's got to be somewhere because uh, the brothel owner said where Where War Himbe stays. Tengen went there. She was a no-go. Right. I don't really know how Tanji found her. Um, Do we know that? I don't either. It's like he went back to go see the... Oh, wait. Okay, this makes total sense. He went back to the the house that he was at. And she was still just there? And remember, she was a part of Zenitsu's house. So, Tengen went to Zenitsu's house, and I'm sure now he's probably... I mean, the fact that she's outside fighting Tanji, I would imagine that he is alerted. He should be over there pretty soon. And I know that you can't say anything because you've seen this season, but I'm still so confused as to what was going on at the Nosuke's house. Um, well, yeah, I are guess we to, are we, we to need believe, to find that out. Unless, now that I'm thinking about it, was it just the muscle mice? <laughs> That's what I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> so just the muscle, the muscle mice running up around there. <laughs> that would be amazing if we just find out that these muscle mice have been throwing him off guard this entire time. That has got to end, but yet he's the same level as Tanji, okay. 
that's what I got to think of right now. I think it was just those muscle mice uh, making yeah. some noise up there. Because did you see how jacked they were? Oh, they were jacked. How many grams of creatine do you think they're taking per oh, day? Oh, God, dude. That's, I mean, they're eating steaks in the morning with a side of creatine. Like, it's unbelievable how much creatine they're getting in their body. They did a creatine load, and then they just never went off. They never right. deloaded. They've just been taking 20 grams a day mm-hmm. every single day. Wow. Yeah, they pour creatine on top of their steaks and eggs and just <laughs> eat that. Do, uh... So I seriously, I'm. I think my rankings so far are pretty clear between the two Hashiras that we've dealt with. Kyojiro, right? Yep. Way better than Tengen. So, so far, far, it's looking like it. Yeah. So far, it's looking like it. Now this one though, this From one a, was a little trickier because I mean, Rengoku, the way he found his upper was literally the guy just came directly to him. So this one's yeah. a little bit different. It but. was it was in more confined spaces, uh, such as a train. Right. Well, I'm not. I'm talking about the the actual upper that showed up. Um, oh right, right, out of nowhere. On the, yeah. After the train incident. Yeah, he was confronted, so it yeah. wasn't really a finding thing. Yeah, we haven't seen Tingen, you know, fight yet, so he might be very yeah, nice with it. But it's just, um, I'm just surprised. Like I don't know where the sound Hashira. I thought, okay, he hears really good. How is he? And for all I know, he's getting ready to show up two seconds into the next episode, and then I'll be like, okay, all right, still not as quick as I would have liked, but pretty good. Yeah, yeah. This, the fact that this is an upper one though, and she's been this sneaky, is just because even Tanji is good at like as low as he is, he's always been good at like being able to sniff him out. Mm-hmm. And she's been hiding from sense and her sound because he's the sound Hashira. Like that, she must be insane if she can do. Hide from both of them. Very, all very interesting. I'm uh, excited for the next episode. How many more episodes do we have? Do you know? It's a good question. I would say there's probably like five or six. Yeah, there's probably ten to twelve episodes in this entertainment district. What do we okay. that we just finished four? So yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah, I mean, um, I think it's going to be perfect. I think it's going to take us pretty much very close to our Attack on Titan coverage. So, I would not describe it as a happy accident. I would describe it as us having the schedule all laid out perfectly. Yeah. Um, that SA, thank that. you, Sayama, for kind of giving us the heads up of when all this was going down. Interview actually, coming soon. Actually, I like to think of it uh, differently. I like to think of they went to our podcast when deciding the release date yeah. for uh, Attack on Titan. They were like, well, when... <laughs> When are Ronnie and Chad going to finish their Demon Slayer coverage? We'll just drop it a yeah, week yeah. or two after so they can get a review or preview in. You know what's interesting, though, is March 3rd is the release of Attack on Titan. Oh, okay, so we might have to do a two-weeker two for the Demon yeah, Slayer. Yeah, but, but from what I'm looking at, March 3rd is not on its usual date, correct? Um, what did you just say to me? March. What was, a, what was Attack on Titan? Sundays that it usually came out? Oh, yeah, that is definitely usually Sundays. Okay, so March 3rd is on a Friday. Now, it, and in Japan, I think it it would air like 12 hours before we actually saw it. So we might, it might be on a Saturday that this is released, which would be pretty cool. Friday or Saturday hypes me up. That would be yeah. perfect for us. It's either Friday or Saturday that it'll be released for us Americans. So, yeah. Pretty cool. Friday or Saturday, I think that, I mean, that would give us the whole weekend. I think we do a podcast, we do a reaction, we then do, uh, we write an article, mm-hmm. we then do a complete reenactment. Yes. 
I think we just we come up with like six or seven different ways to uh, make content. But we Flagle, still really yeah, know. You'll, you'll, I think Flagle is going to show up this next episode. So that Flagle. Follow us at Ronnie and Chad. Check out the Patreon. Join the Discord. I've been Ronnie. I've been Chatty. Peace. Peace.